0: How's everybody doing? It's Sunday, day after Irish Champs. Um, oh shit! My I'm in the I'm actually having an ice bath, and I tugged the cable, and um, my phone probably would have dropped into the water, but I caught it quick enough. Um, but yeah, this is I think this is my fourth fourth ice bath in. Um, let's see, one, two, three. Yeah, fourth ice bath in like. 48 hours um, and that's kind of obviously I did a did a podcast I think Tuesday or Wednesday just at the start of the week um, like talking about it being race week and how excited I was and like really looking forward to race and all the rest of it and that I love racing and none of that changed um, I did an easy run on the Wednesday two easy runs on the Wednesday actually and I don't fucking know what happened but my foot just started hurting so I had a sore foot Wednesday morning sore foot Wednesday night not like really sore but you know sore enough that I'm googling like symptoms and stress fractures and stress reactions and shit like this Uh, and I know I have really good bone density or whatever because it's been tested a few times and so I shouldn't really get a stress fracture or a stress reaction, but fingers crossed when I say that. Um, then I I had to change travel plans a bit because the strikes at Heathrow Airport. So I was supposed to fly Friday night straight to Dublin, um, stay in a hotel Friday night, race Saturday, perfect. Um, the strikes were due to happen Friday and Saturday and I just couldn't risk not being back so um travel plans got moved to the thursday very early thursday morning Um, i ended up back in belfast about 9 a.m and i did a run now a lot of london is pretty flat so i did a run thursday afternoon and probably for two mile i was running downhill and i expected my foot to probably hurt And I could feel it but it wasn't sore I was just aware of it and then all of a sudden my fucking left knee was really sore and like when I say really sore I mean like really sore and and it was like what the fuck is this like how does this happen like Tuesday I Tuesday my body's amazing and I'm running around the park and I'm feeling really good and all of a sudden Wednesday Thursday my my little injuries are coming about and um so basically I I contacted the physio that helps me in Belfast and I got penciled in for the Friday um, and I got a lot of work done on the lateral quad um just up just above the IT band and stuff like the lateral quad that runs from your TFL and hip flexor down to your kneecap basically and it was it was really tight Um I, I knew that's an area when i'm training hard that gets tight and if you look at my last two and a half weeks um it, it's been a really aggressive and hard period of training which which is what i wanted to do because i think that's what builds the fitness that then puts you in a position to win races and like achieve bigger and better things you could say Um you know if you'd if you come second or third at the like the 10k national champs and you're talking about trying to come top 10 or top 20 at doha etc etc you know it doesn't it doesn't really add up um, but i think if you train hard enough and build enough fitness and you win the irish champs quite comfortably then you know i don't i don't think the heart rate went above like my heart rate was higher on tuesday doing like the tempo in bushy park than what it would have been yesterday on the track in the Irish Championships, um, that's when you can actually start thinking and discussing goals like like top ten or like top twenty. You know, mix being top twenty before, so um, it's a really good sign. But I know it's a completely different event. But yeah, no, it, really interesting couple of days. It was it was a reminder that that I don't know. The foot and the knee feel pretty good today. After I got the treatment Friday, um, I felt it a little bit in the warm-up, the foot as well, the foot and the knee. I felt it a little bit in the warm-up. I chose to wear flats and I chose to change my race tactics to like making a bit of a push for home with two miles to go rather than leaving it to a sprint finish because even though i have no doubt that i could have won in a sprint finish it's i just didn't want to put that kind of pressure on my foot or my knee so i decided to sort of wind it up from further out and i knew if i could run a couple of sixty-eight, sixty-eight second 68 second laps that it should be enough to like shake things up and whoever was still whoever was still in that front group just to drop them basically um and it ended up being just me and mick so if that sort of worked then I think it helped because obviously today my body just doesn't feel it doesn't feel like I did a 10k on the track yesterday and that's a combination of wearing flats um and then race tactics and then the actual speed and effort that I had to put in. Um but I'm I'm gonna rest today. Um I, I, I think I've done well to manage things this week, but when I got the treatment Friday, I drove to the Sports Institute, put the game ready machine on which is like ice compression. And so I compressed that whole sort of left side that had been worked on. Um, and then I had an ice bath straight after. I actually went uh, three minutes in the sauna, five minutes in the ice, three minutes in the sauna, five minutes in the ice. Um, and then when I got to the hotel last night, um, sorry, not last night, the night before, Friday night, because the hotel had an ice machine right beside the room, I thought like, you know, I don't know that an ice bath ever does you any harm. I don't know how much good it does you, but I always seem to feel a benefit. Um, so I had a nice bath that night night, So hoping that any inflammation that I got from treatment or any inflammation around the knee from like the downhill running that seemed to like be really hurting it, um, might sort of settle down. because even if you get right with injuries, you've got cause of injury, which is left lateral quad. And then you've got damage so if left lateral quad is too tight it pulls on the kneecap so the damage is it pulls the uh, kneecap off its normal movement pattern which then causes damage and inflammation around the knee so even if you fix the cause if damage has already been done don't expect that like straight away it's going to feel better and even if you fix the cause but the damage is still there i.e inflammation around the knee the inflammation around the knee can be the new cause of future problems because sometimes like when an area is damaged like lateral quad or knee it can force the muscle groups around it to almost stop working and it kind of goes into like a defense mechanism and a defense mode and that's why you can end up compensating and like fucking things up quite a lot um so yeah, so quite a lot of bloody ice baths. <laughs> um, I had one straight after the race or at least as soon as I got back to the hotel yesterday just to help recovery. Um, and yeah, I'm having one now because like, why wouldn't I? It's it's free. Um, even though I'm resting today, I, it doesn't mean I would have, if I had went and ran this morning, I absolutely would have had an ice bath and then used the Normatex. So just because I rest doesn't mean that i shouldn't have an ice bath and wear the normatex um, if there is any damage to my body from the 10k or you know any damage around the knee still going on or the quad at least this will this will help um so look the race was good um, i think anyone that's listened over the last um, the last sort of three weeks i've probably sounded really confident and um I I I just didn't see how I could lose and that really helps but it's not it's not that I'm being cheeky or rude about the other Irish people that's it's absolutely nothing to do with it I just knew um how well and how hard I had worked and how how much training I had done to put myself in a position to win um and I guess I just doubted that anyone else had done harder or more um, and that includes everything from the last two years, the Flagstaff trips and the, you know, the really disciplined lifestyle and um, and then more importantly, the actual hard training that went into the last eight weeks. If I were to publish all of what has went into the last eight weeks, it would be <laughs> really fucking impressive that even the last two and a half weeks I've done, you know, session Tuesday, session Thursday, session Saturday. And long run 20 miles, sub six minute miling on a Sunday. And that's, you know, that's four days a week that are pretty damn tough. And then you've got Monday easy, Wednesday easy, Friday easy. But when you do that for a period of time, I think I did similar in Flag because I was doing session Tuesday, pretty hard, steady run Thursday, session Friday, pretty hard, quality run on a Sunday. And then it's not like, it's not like my Monday and Wednesday in Flagstaff are easy either because, you know, the heart rate jumps about all the time at altitude, especially when you're running with someone like Edward Cheserick. Um, so it's just been that was just a really good eight weeks um, a little reminder that race week, you know, things can just things can pop up that I would have went I would have went into that race with so much confidence. But when the knee injury came around and the foot injury came around, it it became like it became stressful. Not because I was worried about my fitness, or but you know if you, if you can't make the start line, or you you know you're hurting during the race, and that's causing you stress, it's it's difficult to win. Um, and so I was a little bit stressed. There's no doubt about that. I I maybe, but I I tried not to let it get on top of me because. It wasn't. It wasn't an issue. I think the knee and the foot. If I was just training, I like I. I literally might not have even thought about it. But for some reason, when we're racing, it's just different. You just you 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 have this expectation that you're not going to feel anything. That like your muscles are going to feel super super soft, super light, like yet strong and ready to go. And maybe like maybe naturally, I just tensed up a bit. Physically I tensed up a bit and mentally I tensed up a bit because I knew I was racing and so that tightness then caused like maybe like the little injuries to happen. You don't know. It's it's very difficult to pinpoint um perhaps what went on. Um but look it was a it was a good day. Um I think I think the crowd are always gonna enjoy like myself and Mick Plohessi going head to head because Mick just does not hang around and he's always gonna push and I think anyone that watched maybe the Irish champs last year um, or races with me in the past like I'm not I have a lot of confidence in my sprint finish so you're not gonna see me at the front of the race um, until you know and I'm I'm not gonna like you won't see me at the front of the race until I'm ready to win that's it like this is racing. It might seem unfair. It might seem like like you know, you can't just let somebody lead, but actually you can. Um it's a national championship, it's not it's not a British Milers Club. Like, you know, I was a minute behind my PB, so like I was never gonna run a personal best. Um if I went out and ran from the front at like a personal best pace you know, that might actually cost me the win. Um, I I might get tired, and then when I start to fatigue, um, someone like Mick might hunt you down. Um, And on that note, and and I actually spoke to, there was, I do a race plan before every race. Um, It's something I've done recently, and um, yesterday's race plan was really straightforward. Um, You know, I go through a step-by-step process, and at the top it'll say what is the primary goal and the primary goal yesterday was to win the national title um and then underneath that it'll say what is like the secondary goal the secondary goal was to wake up today and my foot not be sore and my knee not be sore um and the way to achieve that was to wear flats you know that was that was one part of that goal the other way to achieve it was my race tactics um to you know make a move with two miles to go rather than like 400 meters or 800 meters to go that would have had they have been more aggressive Um, another thing i talk about is like well how do you achieve a goal and b goal and you know i talk about like not surging during the race because that would be silly um trying to like sit in, trying to relax, trying to relax my arms and my shoulders and my breathing, etc., etc. et cetera. Et cetera. Um, and, and then you go about doing it. And, you know, I either expected Mick to take the lead um, or I expected he might just decide this could be the year that he tries something different. Um, I spoke to a kid after the race called Owen Totten um, who I honestly think should have meddled um, and, and I spoke to him after the race and I was I, I'm, I'm pretty blunt and just like it had nothing to do with my race but Owen was really frustrating me because he was making the errors that in the past I would have made were like you know sitting in second moved into first moved back to third back up to second took the first lap out in 68 seconds you know like making little errors that eventually when it comes to a lap or two to go it, it can cost you medals um, and and I think it did cost Owen a medal and I think he knows that himself and it's not it's it wasn't a criticism when I spoke to him because look it's it's things that I've done thousands of times in my career and um, you know it's it's almost like it's maybe a lack of race plan maybe there was no specific race plan in place I mean because I spoke to him after and I said you know if you were writing up a race plan for today would your race plan include running the first lap in 68 seconds and then moving from first to second to third to second to first to second to third to second you know what I mean like all that wasted energy like having to move out having to move forward and I think the only time you take the lead is if you're gonna change how the race is going. So if you're gonna make it faster, go make it faster. If if you wanna slow it down, go to the front and slow it down. So, But what, what I think Owen was doing was basically getting nervous because he was probably feeling really good and really fit. And he was probably getting nervous, making a move because he sort of maybe felt a bit more comfortable at the front and then Mick was basically just going straight back past him because it's not like he was changing the pace of the race so Mick just thought actually I'd rather be in front Um, and and it was I could just sense that it was probably wasting a lot of energy for him Um, and and I'm sure he didn't enjoy that plus like if I'm being perfectly honest I would have much preferred like we just sat in a nice single file and knocked laps off but Um, it's a championship race and people can do whatever they want Um, but it it was great to see Owen this year far stronger than what he was last year Um, and and he can take away a lot of positives but if you don't learn the valuable lesson how can you go and win a medal next time Um, and and I don't know how many chances you get in like athletics to do that Um, so ice baths finished I'm gonna pack my stuff um, and I actually go back to Flagstaff today. Um, I, I I you know I was on the fence. I didn't know what to do. I think there's going to be a group for a period of time up in Flagstaff. Um, and and I just think like I know Hass is has going up there, so there'll be a coach um, to sort of like organize people to do runs together. And um, I think there's going to be a really good setup up there for the next couple of weeks. Um, and I also with me doing Doha, I know that late charles in louisiana because i have friends there is such a good place for me to go and get um like exposure to the humidity and my whole confidence and my whole like belief that i can be competitive at doha revolves around being in louisiana for a period of time to get used to the humidity um, and i think that's really really important and will be really really important to my preparation um but look that's all for now Um things to take away from national champs if you followed my podcast eight weeks ago I don't think I could have won the national champs eight or nine weeks ago Um, you know I was struggling to run three minutes for a K in Portugal and I thought I had fatigue and you know and then I, I went through a really tough training camp in Flagstaff that literally brought me to tears and sadness and and then you know you pick yourself back up and you keep moving forward and you don't ever miss the training and like look at the result like it didn't fucking matter 10 laps in yesterday none of that mattered the tears the the three minute k's in portugal didn't matter all that mattered is how was my fitness yesterday and where was my psychology yesterday and it was in a fucking brilliant place i was just ready to win and and i wanted to win and and you know even like it's having missed racing I was sort of like stood in the sort of like call up room thinking like fuck 25 laps <laughs> you know and um, but then I just slapped myself in the face twice like big slap on the right big slap on the left and went let's go um and yeah it was really fun but thanks for the support thanks for everybody that came up to me and was positive in the stadium um it's it's far more attention than i've ever got in the past for my like running accolades alone if that makes sense like it's it's been really nice it's been really fun that people i guess just appreciate what i do and i mean i appreciate what you guys do it's it's really cool to have the support so um yeah pat on the back for us all another national title back to back